1: At Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited-time promos, pre-use charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada, yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro.
0: wake up everything is fucked everybody sucks you don't really know why but you want to justify ripping someone's head off no human contact but if you interact your life is on contract your best bet is to stay away motherfucker it's just one of those days it's all about the he says she says bullshit what i think you better quit letting shit slip or you'll be leaving (laughs) with a fat lip
1: that's all of these is sections. this the Beastie Boys? What is going on you know right what?
0: now? No, but <laughs> fine enough.
1: I cannot believe you screamed in my ear like
0: that. Why not? New Year, everybody, we're back. Let's wake up. <laughs> we are Shout here. out to Game Grumps for reminding me of that uh, impeccable song and how relevant it is today. Okay. I am actor, comedian, and star of Nickelodeon's All That, Lori Beth Denberg.
1: And I am Congresswoman uh, Maxine Waters. Welcome back to The
0: Read, everyone. Mm. Speaking of Laurie Beth Denberg, um, I just talked to myself randomly the other day. Reboot, figure it out.
1: I don't know what Figure It Out is. Figure
0: It Out was this game show on Nickelodeon where kids would come in, usually young kids that had like some crazy talent or some crazy achievement or they won an award for something crazy. Okay. And they had a panelist of celebrities. Most of the time they were Nickelodeon stars that would then have to Fill in the blanks on this panel to guess whatever it is that this kid does.
1: Okay. Oh, that sounds
0: fun. Like a couple of rounds, maybe three. And then every round that they didn't guess it, the kid got a prize. And if they didn't guess at all, they got a grand prize. And then at the end, the kid would demonstrate or showcase whatever it is that they could do as well. Okay, that's festive. But when I was thinking about it, again, in my incessant need to remind people of the nostalgia of Nickelodeon back Mm -hmm. when and how talented those people were. Um, I thought, hell, y'all rebooting everything. Reboot the fuck (laughs) out of that. It was actually a really good game show. And what was also cool about it was that um, Lori Beth Keenan Thompson, who was a regular on there, Kel was a regular on there, Danny tamborelli they made it really, really funny.
1: Right, of course. Yeah, you would need four really, like, big personalities. Yeah,
0: and they would slime them if they said like a keyword oh that only the God. audience knew. Yes. And sometimes they would have, like, celebrities and stuff like that on there. Mm-hmm. So I would be all up for Lori and <laughs> Keenan and Kel and Danny to team up and produce a reboot and figure yeah. it out, have some current day uh, celebs come in there, too. Maybe mm-hmm. LMA and Who who do the kids like? Um,
1: I don't know. Sky Jackson,
0: uh, (laughs) Sky Jackson. I literally don't know. And Zendaya (laughs) and Zac Uh, Efron, JoJo Siwa. Yeah, um, all that. Slime them and have fun with them and stuff. I would say you know Nick Cannon should produce too, but he's incredibly busy working on his disc record anthology series. Uh, Do you know that he's released yet another (laughs) Eminem disc record? (laughs) That doesn't matter. No,
1: it I is. don't know that. Well, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going out of my way for that. Because, but that show sounds very festive. They was should bring really it back. It really cute. It there sounds this fun. white
0: woman who hosted, what was her name? Was it Winter Summers? Winter Rain? She has some, like, weird weather name. Anyway, fun okay. show. I'm just All saying, right. if you're going to do it, do it right. Bring back the old cast and sign me up, you know? Literally. Because you're probably going to put it on some ad that I don't have, that I haven't
1: signed up for. <laughs> Nickelodeon Plus. Um... So
0: let's do some black excellence. Okay. Um, today, our first black excellence of the new year. Heartwarming story that touched me by uh, about a woman named Donzella Washington. Donzella just graduated from uh, Alabama A and M with her bachelor's degree at 80 years fly. Yes. Um, so after the passing of her husband, she moved to Alabama to be with her daughter and decided to refocus and, you know, do some things that she had always wanted to do, including finish college. So she went back and um, worked on getting a degree in social work and yes. has since graduated magna cum laude
1: oh. Um, oh,
0: from smart. Alabama AM. and <laughs> okay And um, she says, I'm reading this uh, as usual because then we can um, I want to inspire young people and even adults to let them know that it's never too late because I'm 80, but I don't know what 80 really feels like. You have a dream. Please finish that dream. You can do it. You just have to believe in yourself. Um, And she also plans on using this degree to volunteer at places, including nursing homes. She wants to help with young people. It also says here that she and her husband had fostered about 30 kids over the course of, you know, their time together and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, oh, and she hopes to continue that work in addition to pursuing graduate degrees. That's so right. She
1: said she's not done. The fuck you talking about? I don't even know. I love that. 80 who? okay 80 still ticking bitch 80 and still i love that congratulations and i
0: too have considered going back to school at some time and i think that i mm-hmm. may um so this is a dope story and i'm yeah, really
1: i'm starting school this year actually
0: i knew that you were yeah so i'm,
1: I'm definitely it's it's <laughs> that therapy thing um I'm, I'm all about it well, i need good to luck. be certified in that that's yes. a lot it is but i'm ready for it i feel called to it that makes sense yeah
0: well um congratulations Miss Washington um and love and blessings and big hearts and yes. I hugged my Macbook earlier pretending it was you. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> we hope you felt that. Yeah.
0: Hey y'all, we all know Crocs are known for comfort, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. The truly iconic classic clogs and slides are available in tons of colors and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets the charms you all know and love that you see lots of people pop into the holes in the front of their crocs to give it you know your own unique flair and fun thank you to crocs for actually sending me over a pair of my own crocs that i'm excited to add some gibbets to because i see on the website they have some avatar the last airbender charms So those are going to be the first ones that I stick on the front of these shoes. And there's like a lot that really speak to my nerd heart on here. So this is probably going to be my next rabbit hole. Here we go. Be sure to head to crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms. That's C-R-O-C-S dot com. Go get some crocs or if you already have some, which you probably do, go get some gibbets. Let's get back to the show. Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. You know something that I think I've been craving? I'm really craving a directory, uh, style website that sort of serves as a where are they now for some of my favorite memes and viral sensations, such as Sharkisha. Um, you know. And I feel like someone out there, one of you wonderful people, can make that happen using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. But Squarespace is incredibly easy to build a website that has everything you need right out the gate and looks great, feels great. And it's, like, also easy to modify and customize and update and add features to. I even got my mom to use Squarespace for her personal website. Um, But, you know, I would really like to speak to Scarlett from Scarlett Takes a Tumble. And, you know, various other people who kind of helped me through my blogging era or whatever, maybe. So... If you have no your heart to create that kind of website and you want to know where to begin, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com/slash/the read to save ten percent off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Let them know we sent you. Let's get back to the show. Um. All right. So this week in our pop culture segment, hot tops it swallows. Starting with Yum. um, a couple people. Are in their fifis over um, a fairy tale that Rihanna once told about an album.
1: (laughs) I knew she was lying when she said it. I mean, so
0: did I. I can't believe y'all took her seriously. (laughs) Hashtag Rihanna is a liar has been... Up on the Twitter sphere, apparently, the Navy's having great fun with that. Oh god! So is she. <laughs> Rihanna posted like I think sometime last month this this clip of this dog in a a box, and I have seen the meme before. Of this dog that's bouncing around in a box, mm-hmm. and what fucking song was playing in the back? Whatever. She, she captioned it, um, "Me listening to R Nine and refusing to li- l- release it or something yes. like that." so she's trolling having a great time the navy um maybe they are not admitting it but i know y'all are having a great time with this meme as well oh yeah they are um she posted a selfie today first selfie of the year though hashtag 2020 with a uh completely nude face well this looks like it may be a gloss on the lip i don't know if that counts but mostly yeah some people feel like
1: (laughs) no there's a and there's some lip like, smackers. It's not. It's not. That's not makeup free. Um, <laughs> All right,
0: girl. <laughs> so I'm just gonna read some of the responses.
1: Oh here. lord, no.
0: <laughs> Zan Zander says, "I feel like I've seen you somewhere. Are you the umbrella singer? You sing? Uh Sweet Rare Place.' Is she the girl from Battleship? <laughs> <laughs> Someone else." Peyton Hag says, "I can't listen to selfies, Rihanna. I wish you could see the gifts and things as well because they really make it up. Lots of
1: okay. I thought this was Instagram.
0: Oh yeah, lots of um, uh, sorry to this ma'am. Lots of (laughs) of gag screenshots. Um, one I really love because it looks like she may have like a tiny pimple on her chin in this selfie as well. And someone, someone on Instagram said, um, the fact that this pimple's got to hear the album, and I."
1: Y'all are really pressed behind this album. girl. I love Lisa, that everybody is having fun with it. Yeah, it's like, fun. I love that everybody is just like, we know that the Navy is dead serious right now, but they are putting on a brave, fun, cheerful face and having a good time with it.
0: For me, you know when I think back to a time where Rihanna was releasing albums like breakfast
1: yep <laughs> right for real
0: mama was putting out an album and I'm like sweetie months. I don't even know the words to the last lead single yet right I calm down trying to get out of that contract allegedly it was smart. It was smart. or whatnot right. so sweetheart take your time do what you got to do mm-hmm. and you know get the flavor all correct until you're satisfied with right it. I, I mean will wait.
1: anti is still good could just still go back in the
0: album. <laughs> and that's another thing. Like, you're a catalog, so this would be your ninth album. Right. Not considering sing, I mean, features and all of that other shit. Mm-hmm. So there's lots Nothing of Rihanna right. to listen to. Y'all before. can go buy
1: some lip gloss.
0: Right. She got a
1: bunch of, actually, Rihanna's makeup line is incredible. She got so much cute shit, whole bunch of different lipsticks, different. Colors of the gloss, everything, nigga.
0: Garter belts, bustiers, all that shit. Mama Shoes, said, oh, trench coats, na, na, buy panties.
1: <laughs> oh no, buy my panties.
0: And y'all did it. I got bras too.
1: And y'all should they go enjoy it. You won't
0: too. Um, you a fool. Next, Drake did an interview with Rap Radar. That's about as long as the color purple. I don't. <laughs> do you want to hear some of the? Okay,
1: if you want to, I didn't watch it, but I obviously saw the headlines about it
0: so he talks about Kanye he talks about push the a-gain he talks about being cool with Chris now mm-hmm. uh, that Rihanna has moved on from both both of asses. them right
1: um, <laughs> the fa-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean he literally <laughs>
1: right I mean we all when she dabbed on your ass while you was giving her that speech <laughs> 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 that remains one of the most cold-blooded things I have ever seen the symbolism
0: with my two moment.
1: eyes <laughs> I love her. Like, (laughs) it's so good. Anyway,
0: um, he did say that he has the most utmost love, and and I have the most utmost love and respect
1: for her. He probably did say that.
0: I think of her as family more than anything. I felt I actually had. (laughs) I found this funny. I felt I actually had kind of a moment of hesitation before because I didn't want her to ever feel disrespected by me linking up with him. I know Christopher's was probably like, well, damn,
1: oh. I thought that we were doing a song together. Um, I just, okay, whatever. She sure.
0: said, um, the T made an entire career off of that diss record. Said some people like his music. What? I personally don't because I don't believe any of it. And I don't listen to guys. I I, I like to listen to guys I believe. Uh, uh, uh,
1: is this? This came out of Drake's mouth.
0: This is what he said in the interview. Apparently, <laughs> I saw bits and pieces of it. I wasn't gonna sit there and watch the game.
1: Oh no! Wait, he's. Oh, I'm sorry, Drake said he don't believe the shit that Pusha T is rapping about is real. Like he really did. It. And, I mean, in terms of
0: like, I guess whatever his the drugs, drugs and shit. is Yeah. But like, yeah.
1: This is coming from Drake. Like, I'm I'm blown right now. But okay.
0: Um. <laughs> He said that in terms of Kanye, that's where all of this stems from. And it's all rooted in that situation. Yes. I think that he definitely recruited a guy with a similar dislike for me, no matter what he says in interviews. I know that. There's something there that bothers him deeply. Yeah, I can't fix it for him. What? He did still say, he said that he's still like his favorite overall, all around artist or something. Kanye is? Effect. Yes. But like, essentially, as far as the story of Adidon, which I still don't, whatever. I don't get that name. Me either. I wasn't at the time. What? Oh, okay. Basically, he just said that all the nigga ever said in the song was that this nigga has a son that y'all don't know about. And Mm -hmm. he rests well at (laughs) night knowing that he wasn't out barred.
1: Okay. Well, I just, so many things here are wrong. But what is most important is that you having a child was not a secret This was not a secret.
0: I mean, if anything, that probably makes him feel better. Because that's how I felt about the thing in the first place. I'm like, nigga, we... This isn't... We
1: knew this. This wasn't like
0: someone brought you a manila folder and was like, wait until you get a a look at the scathing (laughs) ingredients in this bitch. Like, girl, that shit had been on baller alert in the shade room. Right. And that baby
1: was knocking on a year old at that point or something. So, like, (laughs) you are hiding a child, nigga. You literally were hiding a child. And you could have came out and been like uh yeah because me having a baby is none of y'all's goddamn business what's the point but you didn't you got all defensive and took it like you wasn't being a yeah. good daddy which
0: and aubrey no day said also
1: maybe hit dog's holler
0: that um i guess they where is it to be honest with you i did a dns a dna test for my son and it came back to us, and it said the DNA test got ruined in transit, and they couldn't be a hundred percent sure that that was my son or not. Can you imagine? Can you Please. imagine though, for like, let's <laughs> step aside for a second. Can you imagine if they were like, so listen, the FedEx truck uh, got pulled over,
1: and I don't really know, like, like, what? So what exactly happened to my to my semen then? Right. Uh, <laughs> hair Do you need another swab kind of, of the inside of my cheek? Oh, cheeks? right, no. You wouldn't jack off yeah, I don't think for would a DNA jack test song. All <laughs> right. Nope. Just
0: yep. Swipe Why would you on do that? Mouth. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so I was really I was in a really weird pending situation where I didn't <laughs> want to go tell the world that this was my son and it wasn't. Which I guess makes sense to me. Well. It does. It does. Because, you know, minds don't fall for anything, eh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I cannot believe you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus God. Woo. Okay. Anyway,
0: I'm sorry, Toronto. Like, y'all know I don't do fine. <laughs> Who cares? Um, <laughs> speaking of celebrity babies, Chris Brown is incredibly excited about... um. His new twin, Echo. My God. I feel like I've said on the show before that, like, I don't even really be giving babies the whole, you look like such and such and such Mm -hmm. and such until their face is finished cooking around three months. Right. This nigga looks exactly like Christopher Brown. (laughs) Like, this nigga look just like him. Look. Oh,
1: my God. Even in
0: this little profile. Yeah. He's in this, he posted his photo. They,
1: that's the same fucking face. It's, a, it's the same face.
0: <laughs> They're both sleep on a couch, it looks like, or something like that, and he's got the baby on his chest, and this nigga oh. is his twin. Anyway, there were... Um, speculation or there were rumors coming out that the singer may either be engaged or married because in the same photo, he has a ring on his wedding finger for what it's worth. So if you were looking to be the mother of nope, the nope. next one,
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, you probably still not still impossible, yeah. Right. It's just going to be a higher this, hill decline. Right. Don't let this deter you, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be ye not Do what you have to do. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's the journey. <laughs> right. It's the journey. (laughs) I cannot with your black ass. But yeah, no, that ring ain't gonna stop. No no show. I mean,
0: no, but I I think that this is adorable, and I would much rather take endless uh, clips of Chris Brown standing fatherhood than... Other All that other Chris shit. Brown That's right. Situation.
1: More pictures of you with your kids.
0: Loving On the this. couch somewhere.
1: Being a daddy. And yes. if
0: you are going to be married to uh, Mika <laughs> Harris, this child's mama, or anybody the fuck else, hopefully we're walking into that with maturity mm. and therapy. honesty. Oh, and therapy <laughs> as well. Let's put that one first.
1: Um,
0: Aesop Rocky um, came forward... With a response after the internet alleged that there was a sex tape available featuring the rapper oh, and some faceless woman <laughs> on Pornhub. Apparently, people believe that ASAP Rocky was the person in this flick because of tattoos that looked like his or something to that nature.
1: Okay.
0: Here's what the ASAP had to say: Lord Flacco Jody the second. Wouldn't you just put... What? He says, My penis and I woke up to the alarming disturbance of a video clip today. As his defense attorney, we're prepared to deny any slow strokes or lack of killing the pussy. A long list of satisfied women can attest to. But the real punchline is seeing people who never fucked him rate him. (sighs) Okay, welcome back.
1: Um that was, that was bizarre. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what the uh,
0: fuck? Sure. What have you?
1: I mean, you could have just been like, that ain't me, like the baby said, but okay.
0: Right, because I was gonna say, in contrast the baby literally said, I don't send nudes. And that yep. was it. <laughs> like, and that was it.
1: Not I don't. I O N. Even though that video would have been one to claim. Nudes. But <laughs> I, I mean I have to believe you because you denied that video. And like, the
0: reason that it sounded or the reason I think people thought it was babies because apparently somebody put a clip of his voice over a oh, clip of that dick that clip dick, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And the person whose video it actually was was like, "Uh, no, that is in fact my <laughs> large pink <laughs> You can find more of it at My OnlyFans. Wow. And uh, thank you so much for the compliments. Yes. Hashtag the baby meat. Let's switch that up. Um, Here's my link.
1: Got it. Because because I, I, when I saw that video, I was like, that sounds exactly like him. But of course niggas can manipulate video. The why internet is a scary that? place. Who who takes For the, time? the purpose of sowing confusion amongst the world but that's not gonna get you any pussy (laughs) niggas are that bored like what what, what's the point i don't i can't explain it i guess some people
0: literally just like to see how far they can make a thing go they like
1: to see chaos those people like to watch the world burn
0: well at this point
1: it literally is doing so
0: speaking of the baby um he's been recently released from the jailhouse um after he was arrested in my city of miami florida what?
1: time is time is so weird those last few weeks of the year
0: yeah nobody <laughs> knows what anything is
1: it was everything was a blur
0: so apparently this nigga was booked to pro- perform at cafe iguana which just makes me laugh because once again it was it's just the name of a club i had always heard of my whole last life growing up in miami and mm-hmm. knew the whole time i never
1: wanted to be. There. <laughs> i mean cafe iguana don't really sound like it's for me just off the name but you know, I don't know. what That could be the funnest club in the whole city. It's nothing but
0: button downs from Express. Uh, you know, mm, maxis from BC Beach, Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and no one with actual status or money, but plenty of people. I
1: was going to say, it. so this is the <laughs> the I want to be seen and feel like I'm yeah. important type place. Okay.
0: Damn. It's like live light.
1: Uh, okay. I got you.
0: Because live is like that, but like you have to actually be patient. Enough right, to that. Right, right. Girl, I don't know. Why, I don't do y'all. none
1: of that. <sighs> anyway, I'm not going nowhere without an express invitation and VIP seating. And that is just that on that. Like, I am not waiting in line to go to a clubhouse. For
0: I mean, <laughs> I just try my headphones on at the house to get high and blast like, my personal library. You know
1: I can play my own playlist at home for free? <laughs> no, thank you. Especially down there, you ain't gonna hear nothing but Pitbull, so... The drinks are cheaper at my house. The weed is plentiful, girl. No, let me but tell you anyway. something. I
0: have nothing but drink tickets at the house. <laughs> I have a drink card. Um, so he was apparently arrested because he and his people alleged that the promoters had promised him 30 grand for the booking, um, but he was only paid 20 grand. <sighs> um, then they apparently confronted the promoters, allegedly whooped that ass. Yeah. I saw a clip of someone literally being dragged through the street oh, in God. broad daylight. Oh shit. I mean literally dragging him no. by his feet the through baby the street. Is not to be fucked with picking it. up whatever. <laughs> um
1: that's not right.
0: One of the victims was allegedly uh grouped for an iPhone 7. Well, damn, that's why you have the <laughs> extra iPhone 10
1: 7. I, that's
0: not even worth taking. Um, a credit card, $80 cash, <laughs> and then was apparently doused with apple juice, which is the my favorite part <laughs> of
1: this story. Because <laughs> I'm is like just backstage. <laughs> what kind of
0: apple juice are we talking about? Because if it was it's like moss, then who cares? Right. But if it's Martinelli's, I'm pissed. And right. y'all are out of order. Mm-hmm. And you don't waste good apple right. juice, especially all of the magical things that you can do with a, a crisp Martinelli's.
1: Oh my god, Or organic apple juice—that is the best drink I have ever had in my fucking life. When
0: I was a kid, <laughs> and my mama used to buy that organic moss. Yes, my brothers despised it. What I. Love. It is incredible. It's better than the it's other apples. It's so juice. much better than like regular apples. Apple. It
1: does. <laughs> like, it is incredible. It is a great drink. It's so good. <laughs> it's really like some of the best apples. I apple cannot juice. find it. I, like I there was a natural store in Oklahoma that sold it by like the five gallon but I have not found it I mean I haven't looked but I'm sure organic apple juice yeah I'm sure Trader it's Girls in the city somewhere but yeah. it is just so good it's delicious. far superior beverage to what we have been and I know niggas was not throwing organic apple juice
0: no this gives oh, me um, dressing room yeah mots and a little, little boxes. personal bottle <laughs> yes <laughs> Or even much though, so, yes. Oh no, God,
1: no, not the juice box. <laughs> a lunchbox
0: juice, very much. It gives that. I mean,
1: that's not those things. That, that, y'all took that shit just to have something to take, because that is right.
0: They thing. basically said, "Like, look, I'm taking whatever I find." Because fuck you, anything on you is mine. Um, wow. So he's arrested for battery in connection to that. Uh, he was released on a fifteen hundred dollar bail. On Saturday, apparently mm-hmm. has to go back to court to, well, it would be today if you're listening to this when the episode comes out Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess we'll see whatever happens from that. He was also detained, where was it, in Charlotte? like a week prior to all of this over some weed possession things, resisting arrest Mm -hmm. and beating somebody else's ass allegedly or whatever. Y'all gonna have to start suing people like white folks.
1: Yeah. And I know you don't want to because, you know, niggas telling you 30 and giving you 20. It's not like I
0: don't understand why he got his
1: ass beat. Right. I totally get... (laughs) In fact, I was waiting on you to tell me that they had come out trying to argue something in their defense, but... (laughs) I mean... (laughs) As much as I want to be like, yeah, beat his ass. He owe you $10,000. Y'all just... you. You are too famous for that. You're going to have to would start you even play
0: with that man after he whipped that other man's ass in oh. the Louis Vuitton store.
1: <laughs> like, and got on his phone. Like, <laughs> like somebody I don't know, why y'all with <laughs> don't know why y'all fuck with the baby. I don't know why y'all do not I don't know why y'all play with him, but also, you can't just be people asses. Yeah, you can. Because they owe you money. You. No. I mean, not when you're that famous, you can't.
0: Yeah, you just can't.
1: When you're a regular nigga, you can.
0: Yeah. Because any one of these other poker bean niggas in the, in the hood. Mm-hmm. Just and y'all fight for food, a lot less you know, than 10000 <laughs> Reasonably <laughs> so. Do you know what you could do with a fresh $10?
1: Listen, niggas heard this and, was, and nobody was like, damn, they shouldn't have did that. Everybody understood.
0: We all get it. That's a whole plate of chicken at Snappers.
1: That's so much. $10,000. We're not playing with that kind of money.
0: Um, so yeah, he's out. He's back to recording some music and I guess we'll see whatever happens from there. But Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. If you're a, a baby fan, send him words of encouragement. I don't know.
1: I I am still going to be on Team baby until he does something very stupid because he says much smarter things than the average rapper. I just like him. I do too. I like his personality. He's fun. And I like the way he interacts with fans. And I like when he brought that girl on stage and got consent before he danced with her and all that. And Mm -hmm. I just like the shit he talks about. And I enjoy his songs.
0: He just seems like he's genuinely having a good time and not trying to follow any particular idea of what a rap nigger is supposed to be. He's just enjoying his success and having a good time Mm -hmm. and I'm a fan of that. The
1: bop video is so fun. His SNL performance was fun. He's just, he's cute and he's fun. (laughs) I want to go to his show but it's too many white boys at rap shows. Listen, I cannot handle it. I've been it. trying to tell y'all niggas. I cannot like, handle that at all. No. One white person say nigga around me, I'm going to lose mind it. Mind blowing. I it's really it. crazy. I can't do it. I don't know
0: if there are just, if white people like going to concerts more. Or, I guess rather if niggas just don't be feeling like going to rap shows <laughs> or if white people buy them more. I'm like every time I've gone to any rap show in like the past few years I can think of. Yeah. I have been the minority. Oh no. <laughs> like my race. Right. It's just surrounded so by white people, white boys that can't wait to say "nigga" See? and rap along to shit that their parents hate, and white girls that are just looking to have a light skin baby.
1: Oh, oh my god! When I saw a bunch of white people at OT Genesis show, I was like, "What like, in the? Like, what, what are we doing? What is going on? What business on? have you here? <laughs> Why are y'all here?
0: Um, oh god, this story is so fucking stupid." So 50 Cent and French Montana have been going back and forth right into the new year, like the end of last month up until like, I want to say yesterday or some shit. And it seemed like it all started over. Maybe who's richer. I don't.
1: Oh, my God. Are you kidding?
0: so french montana was in the hospital not too long ago over a health scare. i don't remember related to what but it seemed bad he's apparently better now uh posted a photo uh, tagged in vegas and the caption says fresh out of icu woke up in that new bugatti little gift to myself feel like a boss move like a boss and taste like a boss lol nipsy blue for the color of the car motivation use only Allah Akbar writing ra- with toilet paper for the suckers. I don't know what the fuck. These <laughs> be talking about. Like, I couldn't even guess, to be honest with you,
1: riding with toilet paper for the suckers. What the fuck does that mean? I, I, I literally don't understand those. Cause words they talk shit in that. Uh, is that it? That's my
0: best guess, bro.
1: Oh my God. This is a very bizarre caption to write after like being so seriously ill or whatever. Like, is, this is, b- is it just, shocking? No, but it's just like, why are niggas like this? Why do y'all make money and then decide to just be like not human? That is so weird. Anybody else would be like feeling super grateful to the universe, God, higher power, Beyonce, whatever, that I made it through this and looking forward to rec- or whatever. Like anything other than, haha, I'm a rich bitch, got myself a Bugatti bitch because I deserve it, ho. Ew, <laughs> you bitches are mad. What? <laughs> what is this? Sure. Okay, girl.
0: Well, um, Feeling in his continuous trolling mood.
1: Oh, God.
0: Even in the apparent hospital. 50 Cent decided to chime in on French Montana's post uh, with a photo that's since been deleted, but I was told it was of him, 50, in the hospital.
1: Oh, God.
0: Um, It says, I'm in the hospital so sick of niggas that's a 2010 Varon man you should have just got the Uber app on your phone it's 2020 Sharon man ha 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 put that bullshit back on the truck then all of his hashtag stars get the app whatever whatever
1: I'm not rich enough to understand what that means either
0: so basically 50 is saying that that's a 2010 car and ha 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 you don't have the 2020 Sharon Bugatti which apparently 50 got himself for Christmas Okay, that is a 3 million dollar car opposed to the car that uh, French claims he bought for himself, which is probably around one to two million dollars or something to that okay effect. So literally, like, nah yeah. nigga, you got an older car. I got the newer, fresher, richer. I didn't even know it was different car.
1: flavors of Bugatti, but who cares? I mean, totally, but <laughs> like yes, you who could cares? just <laughs> You could just not. You just your
0: business. Have the car. Like right. you could just have the cars. They're all impressive cars. Why can just don't. be
1: a rich nigga over there and happy with it? Why Okay.
0: French responded, if you don't take her jean shorts with ashy knees and that two-tone do-rag back to Connecticut to that hunted house, hunted, not haunted, that you had to drive two hours there and back every day from New York with your Christmas in Alaska cold ass, handing on a young nigga, that's a $2 million Bugatti with no miles collector's item. Boy, you are dinosaur, LOL. <laughs>
1: This is something about jean shorts that just yeah that took me when I out. first read it too I don't even
0: he just went straight for it I guess uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> woo so I moved on um this is really dumb
0: it's so stupid
1: this is just like stupid rich nigga shit what like do y'all know people have real problems.
0: Um, 50 cents continued. Uh, I just got the papers. Don't ever play with me. Oh my he got God. a fucking 60 month loan on an 08 nigga. It'll be 2025 when you're out of that car. is in three days. Okay. Then French Montana won his IGTV for a, an extended cut. But the caption says, ha 59, how you stoop that low dinosaur. You buy fake streams on my song and try to use that against me. So here's the thing. Okay. Rachel Pantana put out an album out not too long ago, and there was a spike on Spotify of this song, uh, one of his <laughs> singles. And so people were claiming that he bought streams for the single. He claims 50 Cent bought the streams as another way to try and put him <clears throat> on, maybe similar to the jaw rule, buying the yeah, seats for seats, whatever.
1: Yeah, Yeah okay
0: he says wow you that desperate I showed paperwork for two mil now you got nothing on me but to stoop that low bully days are over with you should use that money for your rap shows dinosaur you can only perform in South Korea it's okay to take an L and I'm looking for your dentist you deserve a full refund 59 is an evil donkey he also said um, he posted a video of some tatted white girl um, and said Montana for the finish here's the girl that ate your booty hole for five hours when you wrote the power script no oh he writes the scripts that's in person I didn't know that good for you 50 hmm. since you want to use me to promote your show full story out tomorrow 59 you finish all facts he also apparently posted a spoiler from the latest episode of power before oh. it came out well
1: all that's gonna do is piss your fans off why would you do that yeah
0: I that part real
1: that was ridiculous um, but you're not exposing nobody by saying this girl H O S. like I feel like people are eating Vivica ass. said
0: that about him before and I think he's also joked about it and then also who cares you know
1: yeah i think you know maybe 10 years ago or even five years ago this would have been more scandalous but <laughs> somebody HOS is like if you would have been like here's a clip of bobby lights
0: talking about the time right. he ate your ass when he was writing a power script mm-hmm. then the girls may be like oh this is different but the fact that it's just some random girl right. who a i believe but also <laughs> b looks like someone that may have slept with a rapper or two
1: right who i can't understand eating a straight man's ass without supervising the cleansing process let me tell you something other than that you know what y'all do whatever y'all want
0: surgical gloves all the tools i a can surgical think mask. of everything
1: cuz i'll be um, damned uh-uh
0: what is that shit called the the steel a straight wool straight edge oh.
1: steel wool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we're getting to work back there honey yeah um mm-hmm.
1: a couple of refillable bottles you're going to need <laughs> cuz we are, i'm not doing this with you i'm not putting my face <laughs> No, I'm sorry, because y'all do not clean yourselves the way we do. And a lot of times it's because you think it's gay.
0: If you're interested in that, though, like if that's your thing, because this girl was saying that he basically requested.
1: Yeah. I mean, getting your ass ate feels great. It does. So, regardless. so yeah.
0: But I would hope that at the very least, if you know that that's your kink or that's something you're into, that you're taking extra precaution back there regardless of where you fall on the Kinsey scale. No,
1: I think so too. I'm just saying I personally would not be able to trust a straight man to that process. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to supervise you to make sure you're doing it correctly. I have to go
0: back and rewatch Monique's bit on the Queens comedy where she talked about eating her man's ass for the first time. (laughs) Because I remember it was like... (laughs) That shit blew me over. Um,
1: (laughs) Lord, okay.
0: Anyway, I guess
1: I've I've had a
0: theory for a while that rich niggas in the tri-state, like specifically wealthy industry tri-state rap niggas, Mm -hmm. have this way of just being bored in their richness and they're like, I'm just going to argue with another rich person. Right. Because a lot of the like fucking hot 97 ass (laughs) arguments and stuff that you hear motherfuckers going off about, it's based in absolutely nothing. Right. And it just ends up feeling like like a pissing contest. Right.
1: Like, girl, so am I supposed to really care that one of y'all spent 1.5 million on a car and the other spent three? (laughs) Like... (sighs) I have real problems you in my
0: real life. The, the most of the people that you are are arguing in front of,
1: yeah, make thirty eight thousand dollars a year. Who are you flexing to? The whole fucking one planet is burning. Do you think niggas in the comments are like impressed? What? Like who? <laughs> They're both great cars. We have real shit going on. People are paying rent every month, like trying to make bills every month, and y'all up here flexing. It just seems to me like. I don't understand why rich niggas haven't gotten the clue, but like flexing your wealth like this is just, it's something about it that is just really, ugh, to me. Like, people have real issues going on. The plant is fucking burning. It seems like every day more and more people are like posting GoFundMe's to take care of their medical bills or daycare or what the fuck ever. And here y'all go about some fucking Bugattis. Like, I just don't don't care, girl.
0: There's anything wrong with being like, I got a new car, I worked real hard for this car and I'm excited about it. You know what I'm saying? Which is essentially how those things started with each rapper, right? Regardless of their crazy stupid captions.
1: Well, right. And and right. So it was really like, why is 50 Cent commenting on this man's right. shit or starting some exactly. shit? Exactly. Because like French Montana's an initial post, I'm like, this is really dumb, but you could have just left it there.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's anything. And that would have just been that. W- with being like, I got something
1: no it's just back expensive. and forth yes but it's taking like, it
0: into that <laughs> right you, it, it's like it's like sandbox arguments of who has the better power ranger action figure or something right. like that who got the best you know ninja turtle mm. toy for christmas or yeah. some shit like that it's like y'all niggas are too old for this shit a and both of y'all are blessed that's true. why are you fucking arguing about expensive cars that most of us motherfucker can't afford yeah not to mention that i thought about it and i'm like personally if i was rich i would have two cars you know, yeah. I would have a very nice car like this, one that I probably wanted all of the time mm-hmm. that y'all are never going to see. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And other than that, I'm making sure that I've procured the uh, a sensible Civic. Or a, I was just
1: about to say, I'm going to get a top of the line Honda Civic. Okay, a very
0: humble Honda. <laughs>
1: I am getting the nicest Honda Civic I possibly can. Y'all going to
0: be thinking I'm a Lyft driver, bitch, because let me tell you something. I'm not going to be hitting the motherfucking okay. street, no Bugatti to get my rib tips. And Honda's
1: last a good long time, uh, okay, first of all. Gang- my shit, shit. Yeah, it is a
0: very reliable it bar. is
1: and everybody knows it so, so yeah i just i think for me i just don't want to see two incredibly rich people going back and forth and arguing about who's richer when like the, the rest room. of us right like read the room what what are you doing yeah like we live in the real world and i mean a good portion
0: of, of uh the followers of big rap stars and rock stars like this um love seeing them flex their money, honestly. It mm. gives them something to aspire oh, to, right. I of suppose. Course. or It also allows them um, to do the sort of sheepish consumerist thing that we all do, which is basically... Accept something as popular because rappers and rock stars say so. Like they choose mm. what liquor y'all drink, they choose oh, what watch you. y'all buy, they choose what shoe is popular and all that other. Right, but stuff. niggas
1: can afford that. Niggas is not affording a Bugatti.
0: I'm just saying, like all together, I, mean, I think that that's it's it. I I I don't think that most of the people who follow Fifty Cent or French Montana or whoever the fuck who posts every chain they get and every car they have and stuff like that are thinking you know why you keep flexing i'm right. struggling to pay my bills you know what i'm saying they're just figuring out like bitch i'm getting one of them cars it's one aspirational day. Be, borrow, kill. i got it. yeah got you but when it does teeter into let's argue
1: about who has the fresher <laughs> car
0: because one's a million yeah. dollars more than the other one and right. yeah then it does start to feel tacky
1: yeah i mean because i follow lots of celebrities on instagram and they post stuff that they have all the time and it's clear that their stuff is nicer than mine because they are, yeah. worth millions of dollars. That's not the issue. It's this flashing it and using it as like these argument points that has me like, you niggas are just like you know both really rich, right?
0: Like both y'all have a a, a lot of money,
1: right? Like, and have y'all forgotten what it's like to not? Because I Maybe. just man, okay. some people do. I guess some people do. That's true. They
0: do. I mean, Fifty Cent specifically been rich for a very long time.
1: Yeah, I just at this point, you know, I can't relate. So. <laughs> Amen. Um
0: Swiss Beats and his British BM uh, got into a war of the words on the Instagram I unfortunately did not know he had at the a end
1: British
0: of the day. BM. Oh yes, honey. Mother of his daughter Nicole, her name is Jana Sebastian.
1: Oh, there she, there she is.
0: So she is not feeling A to the keys. Oh no. One bit apparently has not been feeling her. Um, she posted something on, this is Instagram maybe, uh, from from Oprah.com and it's an article written by, uh, Rosemary Rogers that is titled 12 things a stepmother should never say. And the number one thing on there... I'm sorry. What is going on? I don't know why it's so funny to me now. I wasn't laughing before. (laughs) The number one thing on there um, is, go ahead, call me mom. And then it says, you're not their mother and you never will be. They're conflicted enough and pushing them to use a mom name will only confuse them more, which I disagree with, but that's none of my business. So... She responded, uh, or she captioned it saying, Funny enough, I found this on Oprah's own website. This is the rule in my family. Why do you say Oprah's own website as if she's the one you argued about?
1: Right, like Oprah wrote it.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only mother to my child. I'm the one raising her who gave her life, British citizenship, knowledge, and everything else. I'm not only the biological mother, I am the mother, all caps. This will remain forever. I am the one who feeds her, is raising her, who came out through hard times with her and for her taught her to be a great human being and everything about life. I'm the only mother to my daughter. No one else will be... Called any kind of mom name in English, Arabic, not in Umi or anything else in other language by her. I will not let nobody bribe her and change her by using material things against me, iPhones and other things. She will be raised as a human being who cares for humanity and stands by the right principles. I will go far and beyond for my child as I have always done nicole has never called another man daddy or any other name that means father no man has ever tried to replace or act as a second father to her overstepping boundaries and making decisions on behalf of her real father my rights and standing must be respected in return the same way in front of god money doesn't matter the power and purity of the soul is what matters Then someone else said something about alicia keys being all for blended family and it doesn't portray herself to be that type of person and uh British BM said that blended family is fake. (laughs) Et cetera, et cetera. I am upset. So, I mean... Swissbeats responded in a few ways. One, by posting a uh, cute, albeit shady, video of him and his mother dancing to what sounds like reggae music, and the caption on the video says, these BMs play with me like my mom don't carry the 40 at all times BX shrug emoji, which Uh, felt unnecessary. A little threatening, but all right.
1: Okay.
0: Um then they got into it a taste more because Homegirl expanded on her <laughs> initial feelings and she basically told this story about how Alicia was having their daughter call her Umi which is, I guess means mother in Arabic mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. She also claims that Alicia bought her an iPhone. Uh, they set up an Apple ID for her that's connected to their account or her account and on like some family sharing shit. Mm. Um, she also claims that Alicia allowed her access to social media apps like TikTok, even though she had already specifically cut that stuff off from the daughter. So that oh. She would focus on schoolwork and stuff like that. That I understood. Yeah, I did understand that part, regardless of anything else. If I've right. said that the child shouldn't be on such and such, mm-hmm. at least respect that. Right. Um. And then some other New Testament length ass thing. She's,
1: she's <laughs> mad. She's, she doesn't she's like Hong She's pissed, though. right.
0: Um, Swisbees responded cool. to uh, this letter. <laughs> it said, first of all, Nicole does not have her own phone. Second, that's my phone I don't use so she can call you instead of you calling my phone looking for her. Oh, my God. Third, nobody forced Nicole to call them anything. She chose to call her Umi. I will not let any of my kids do things they don't want to, period. Fourth, we just spoke on the phone. You had none of this to say. You were all kind of sweet. You know, my number, if you have a problem, call me. Knock it off. Thank you. Also, why is it that every time you post these things, you include your music in the post directly after and (laughs) all of the things you've done like it's a competition asking for a friend? Asking for a friend so shady that's like it is it's like he like scooped up some sand and just
1: yeah <laughs> that is uh yeah you have my number if you that's have pretty fucked up. a
0: problem or any questions please call me as an adult it's 2020 lines always open mm-hmm. she says why don't you your, why doesn't your wife call me
1: why, for as what as an adult
0: or at least answer my texts or calls. I agree. I try to be, like, empathetic in this situation. Obviously, granted because I don't have kids.
1: And I don't know y'all.
0: And I don't know Mm y'all, you know? Um, But... I wouldn't want to talk to her. <laughs> it's like, no, I wouldn't want to talk to her at all. Well, no. I don't have children with with her. We right. don't have kids. I want to talk to you. Right. And if I have to <laughs> talk to you about her, then we can do that as well. But yeah. we made a baby, so I don't want to talk to her at right. all anyway. If I feel like Especially she is not lo- without
1: you, right?
0: If I feel like she has really violated me or my parenting to the point where we need to have an understanding, right. then yes, I am going to have a conversation with her. But that needs to be in person. I will get on a flight if if right. it needs to be that. Right. way. And you need to be present for that as well. I don't right. need to have a one on one conversation with you about anything. But again, that is me. Mm-hmm. I respect that other people may feel differently. Um, also, yes, this doesn't need to happen on, on Instagram. Instagram. No. If she got the, the baby a phone or they gave the baby a phone so she could play Candy Crush or whatever the fuck and when she comes back <laughs> home, take the phone from, I don't know. But the Umi thing, that was,
1: I guess, the... That was what really pissed her off.
0: She's not having it with anybody else calling, who, calling her...
1: Yeah, her daughter calling, calling them right, yeah, any form of any form of mother or but whatever. But did she deny that the little girl chose to do it herself?
0: She did not deny that after he brought it up, but...
1: See, so I don't have a problem with kids picking words to call their step-parents, especially if it's not the exact same literal word that Thank she calls you. you. I was
0: literally just about to say that. Like,
1: I just don't think... I'd it's rather you call, like... me,
0: call them Umi or whatever father means yeah. in Arabic or something to that effect right. than dad. But even if like I just feel like people don't give credit don't give kids enough credit they're not fucking dogs right. you know? like they're not, like they're actually in many cases far more aware and bright yeah. than people think that they are like I don't think that even if she calls Alicia Umi or whatever the fuck that you know she's
1: gonna later in life be like oh my were you my mama this whole time? She's not going to forget about oh my the fact God. that you are... Like, she lives with you, does she not? I had no idea. She's not... She knows who you are, sis. Like, I'm so confused. Yeah, I know I don't have kids, and so there are probably lots of mothers who are like, you just don't understand, which, you know, I I do not have children, but... I feel like this is the sort of thing, especially considering how long Alicia and Swizz have been together. It does not look like either one of them is going anywhere anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Those are your daughter's siblings and all that. Like, I feel like Umi is is fine, especially if it was the little girl who was like, I'm gonna call you Umi. Right. Especially if it's not like Alicia being like, you need to call me this.
0: I mean, I again can sort of sympathize with the feeling in general because human, you yeah. get it? But I'm just, you just like...
1: feel threatened. Right. Yeah. Especially
0: because Alicia Keys is a big star. She could probably, you know, buy a bucket of iPhones yeah. and just turn it over on this kid's right. head. You know what I'm saying? I don't know this uh, Lady Sebastian, you know what I mean? But... Uh, d-
1: yeah. Some things that. you gotta
0: make peace with, girl. And it's and you're gonna have to to get in line for that peace train by way of <laughs> your kid's dad. Right. Alicia Keys don't have nothing for you.
1: Yeah. This why won't your wife call me is just absurd. For girl. what I mean, for what? What do you I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm just not doing that. I'm not going to contact you over some beef that you have with me. You need to go through the person who is the reason we know each other. Yeah, I'm not doing that with you.
0: Not to mention everybody's relation in all of this is really sticky and awkward. Because right. I remember when the story about this woman having his baby, or I, I believe like he didn't even know about this baby until the baby was a year old or something like that. Mm. And I think that had a... It had something to do with oh, right, right, him right. and Mashanda or something like that. Like, I don't... I right. didn't feel like that was a, a break that he was on or maybe it was an affair or something like that. But, like, girl, you do the one that came out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I just like, we, feel we, like... We already did this with Mashanda and this little girl's 11, so it's like... <laughs> I just, she knows you're her mama child. Right, right. She's not, this isn't an 11 month old. (laughs) This is an 11 year old. And I just, I understand feeling threatened. Ain't you raising a preteen girl like that? I really do get that. And if it is like Alicia letting her get on Snapchat or whatever, then that is a problem. Yeah, that I get. But that is something that you need to address with her husband. Your child's father, yeah. so that he can handle her. <laughs> that is not that lady is not. Uh, Call the
0: phone he gave to the, the girl and say. <laughs> now Put your he daddy didn't have to say phone.
1: that either. That is Put not her phone. Your That's daddy my phone on
0: the bloody it is phone. The
1: extra line I have just for when I don't want to hear from you.
0: Mama said the apple. She brought up the apple terms and conditions. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about it. it clearly says on the website that minors are only supposed to have their parents looking at such and such and such. Like, I'm sure she wants to fight. God I'm bless sure her.
1: Monsieur Dean had no issue with whatever Alicia did, if it was what this lady said or not. So, I I don't. I guess she just wanted the attention that would come from putting it on Instagram. But
0: I mean, she's just upset and wants to get that hurt. Yeah, out. right. Much I also understand, but girl, it, I think that. Um, speaking to someone with your best interest at heart and no bias at all in the situation is going to do better for you than yeah. arguing. This is one for the group chat. So personal, yeah. involving your kids for the world to see, especially when it gets to like a back and forth comment on comment thread type of thing right. where you're arguing about your kids for the internet. Like, nah, you know what yeah, I mean. This is not
1: in your daughter's best interest at all. At especially, all, I mean, at eleven, and it could be handled over the phone. It this. I don't, I don't get it, but God bless everybody, especially uh, that little girl.
0: Yeah, child. I don't know why y'all think these kids are like stupid, completely dumb. I don't know. A lot of them are brighter than y'all. <laughs> to be honest, easily. Holy. It's very not easy even close. Look. Um, but that's it for Hot Tops this week. Good luck and God bless to everyone involved. And um Jesus. let's move on. Do you think seeing a therapist? Or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or for them. Well, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. Don't suggest it. Just an easy, like, hey, let me just get into this to start some unpacking stuff you never know will come out of your mental trunk. And then the next thing you know, you have a journey to healing and evolving and evolution and growth. And you can do so affordably and comfortably with Talkspace. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com read. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com read to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com read go talk in your space hey y'all daylight saving time is starting up again the goal to give us more daylight from march through november hey girl that's how (laughs) by setting our clock sword it may feel like there are more hours in the day but if you're hiring it does not necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner okay beyonce has the same 24 hours as us but how are you using them diva how are you using them There's only one way to do what we're talking about, ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash The Re. That's right. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for the jobs you're hiring for. Once you post on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100-plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. And the great part about it is you ain't got to go here, there, everywhere, over the river, through the bush, grandmother's house. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free It's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. One more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash the R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Go give someone a job. Love you. We are back. It's time now for your listener letters.
1: Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. This first question comes from Karen, who says, I've been with my husband for 10 years and we've been married for five. Throughout our entire relationship, he has always known that I am bisexual, but I had never been with a woman. Here we go. While we were dating, he would entertain conversations of us having threesome or becoming swingers one day so that I could explore that side of my sexuality. And he could just be he could just be nasty. Wow. Great.
0: I mean, you're being honest. Yeah.
1: Then we hit a hard point. He started getting really insecure in our relationship, and at one point, we even separated. While we separated, I slept with a couple of girls and even became a unicorn for a couple, and now I am hooked on the fluid lifestyle. I would not be opposed to polyamory. hmm Now my husband and I are trying to work on our marriage, and I didn't tell him about my female escapades, but I have hinted at wanting to have threesomes and explore that side with him again. But he is absolutely opposed. He said that he feels like he'd be cheating even if I was a part of the sexual experience. Wait, why? That doesn't make sense. She put an eye roll there. <laughs> I love him and I want to make it work. But now I feel like I have to pack up my sexuality in order to be with him. We have a child. So break up with him isn't as simple as I would like it <sighs> to be. She knew we was going there because <laughs> I mean, at this point I would otherwise gladly leave. Should I just tell him that I'm going to do me regardless and hope he gets on board? Or do I not tell him and continue to live my best life? I'm going to assume that means cheat on him and uh, sleep with women behind his back. Okay. Thanks, Karen.
0: So is this nigga upset because of how much she got her life?
1: No, he doesn't even know that she slept with women while they were separated. Uh, She hasn't even told him that part. But now that she's had a taste, she's like, I cannot go back. I have to have some mouth. So she's like trying to get him to get open to this threesome thing again. So she could, when she
0: referenced herself as this unicorn,
1: she meant, yeah, so she was right. She went with a couple. Right. Um,
0: yikes mm-hmm. okay well so first thought that it entered my mind is um i respect what you're saying about um breaking up with him not being an option because y'all have kids that's not or not excuse. that easy yeah that is that makes sense it is it's, not easy of course it will be far more difficult with right. children involved but you can still break up with someone <laughs> if it comes to that. i'm just saying yeah. if it comes to that you because know raising a kid in a in a environment of resentment and, Oof, and anger shit. and Don't shit like that is not healthy for not at all not at all um so i think that sexual sexuality is so complicated and weird because it's like it's it's important for you to feel fulfilled and respected In your relationship when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, I'm really confused as to why this nigga feels that way. Um, He probably
1: just feels threatened, like you said earlier. He's probably worried that you're going to leave him for a woman.
0: I mean, I can't imagine that every... I don't think that every single hetero or bi or whatever guy is, you know... Oh, hard eyes over a a threesome with another girl.
1: Yeah, I don't think everybody is into the idea. Into it, right? That's Um, true.
0: But I think that there definitely needs to be an understanding on his part of what this means to you. You know what I mean? Because it's not just like, oh, I just love pussy so much, and I just have. You know what I mean? You're (laughs) really, you're like in a a mode of of self discovery. It sounds like at this at this moment, and Mm -hmm. um sort of fulfilling and identifying what that stuff means to you <laughs> with respect to your relationship is an important thing. Um, I don't really know that it's fair to say it should be your way or the highway, but it's definitely not fair to say the opposite either. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if maybe you, like if it really comes to a place, cause you're not going to want to just end up presenting this man. And I feel like that's an, an easy uh, result of, of this maybe, if it gets to a place where y'all are, you know, disagreeing a lot because of it and he's just not at all into it and you really need it, maybe talk to somebody Maybe you do like a couple, uh couple's therapy, maybe once you don't even have to do an extensive thing, but yeah. just get like a a, a professional <laughs> sort of opinion um, by someone who can sort of help you sort out those feelings. Because while he should definitely respect your desires, I think you should kind of, you had to respect that he feels yeah. too. Um, and I'm not going to say, you know, just go out here and, you know, find some kitty cat to play with.
1: Right.
0: Behind his back. Even
1: though, you know, cheating is probably a lot of fun. Men make it look fun. <laughs> so it probably would feel great for a little while, but you can't keep that up long term. Yeah. And it's not fair, like he said, for either one of y'all to... Uh, really feel like you're being pushed in the direction that you don't want to be in mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I would also recommend couples therapy while y'all are trying to work on your marriage like if you're not already seeing a therapist, I would highly recommend it. But the fact that you said y'all have a child, so break up with him isn't as simple as you would like it to be. And then otherwise you would gladly leave. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> so what I'm the fact that y'all have a child is the only reason you're not gladly skipping out on this that's marriage. Not,
0: that's not it.
1: <laughs> that kind of makes me feel like you need to just figure out how you're going to make it work and co-parent because... It's not even like, oh, I love this man so much, I don't want to leave him. You like.
0: <laughs> if it wasn't for this baby, right. I, have, I would have been left this nigga. So
1: I, I do recommend therapy, but I think that those two sentences say a whole lot. And maybe yeah. you need to start plotting how you can exit and uh, move on with your life. Because it sounds like you had a little bit of pussy and now you cannot get it off your
0: mind. Yeah, it sounds like you might want to studs, man, instead.
1: I, said, I can't say I blame you, but I'm so <laughs> just saying, sis.
0: I think the, rather than letting in letting the feelings fester up and, and turn into something ugly. Um, yeah, you're going to have to try and get down to the bottom of it with respect to one another as soon as possible and then decide what you need to do from there. If it does mean separating, that's unfortunate. It's Mm going to be a lot and hard and it's going to be hard, but it's not going to be impossible. Plenty of people have done it. Mm um, And that's that. But I don't think one person's feelings in this matter are more valid or important.
1: right? Not when it comes to sex. It's like sex is not something I want anybody to feel coerced into doing. So if y'all can't come to an agreement, then you know what you got to do. Yeah. All right. Next question comes from Brandon, who says, I am a single childless bisexual black man in his late 30s who is firmly established in his tech career in the Midwest. I have an advanced engineering degree and I am blessed to gross over six figures. I'm not trying to flex, just offering you some biographical info. About a year ago, the company that I work for finalized plans to expand its office in New York City. As someone who has lived his entire life in the Midwest, I decided a new environment was something I needed. So I volunteered to relocate in the spring of 2020. I've since visited friends in New York City and done extensive research about the real estate and I quickly realized that the 1500 I spend on rent for a two-bedroom, mm-hmm. two-and-a-half-bed condo, That's right. $1,500 yep. would not provide me with the equivalent in New York City. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it would not, baby. Not near it. Not near <laughs> you can barely get a studio for $1,500. Listen,
0: tell the truth. Shame the devil.
1: After negotiating a cost-of-living increase in my salary with my company, I became confident that I could find a Renovated one bedroom, one bathroom in Harlem or Washington Heights that I could comfortably pay for.
0: That's usually where to go. <laughs>
1: yep. I However, so,
0: God bless the Heights, Harlem. <laughs> My nigga. I wish I was there right now, and I'll save that for later.
1: Yeah. However, there's been a slight change to my finances. Uh Uh-oh. My great uncle recently died, and he left me as the sole beneficiary of his life insurance policy, which was almost seven figures. God damn. I asked my parents what I should do with this money, and they said it was mine, and I should spend it however I want, but they did tell me that I shouldn't squander it. I'm a frugal, introverted homebody who prefers to be home with his video games. So I decided that my only splurge would be to use this money to expand my apartment search while I save the rest. Okay. I came across a, an apartment in a new building near Columbia that has two bedrooms and two bathrooms, a high floor with incredible views, central air, doorman, gym in the building, what? and my own washer dryer in the apartment.
0: <laughs> it's a gag to me still that that's like yes. an amenity. And and a rare
1: one at that. Right. People are like, oh, I see your apartment. You y'all doing right at the house. I went to Fresno apartment. I was like, bitch, you're rich ass. What? Fran has a private elevator. Like the elevator opens up into her apartment. It is the sickest shit I've ever seen in my life, but anyway. Where is that Elysium? Huh? What? I'll tell you later. But <laughs> <laughs> So, he found this great apartment near Columbia, but it is $6,500 a month. That and the building seems to be white as fuck. It is in its final stages of construction, so I can't go there to see the racial makeup of the tenants. I can only go by what's on the website and Instagram, and there is nothing but white people. There are two things that make me hesitant in signing a lease in this new building. The racism that I'm sure to encounter in Mm -hmm. being one of the few black-brown tenants in the building, although, as Crystal has demonstrated many times, moving in an apartment in Harlem or Washington Heights does not shield you from racism. And two, how my friends from back home and in New York City will react when they see that I live in this brand new luxury apartment. I don't want them to do the, oh, he got money every time they see me. He spelled it out like that, too. I did. So my question is, which apartment would you choose if you were in my shoes? I'm leaning towards <clears throat> the brand new building because if, not, if I can't afford to, then why not? But on the other hand, if I move to an apartment in Harlem, I'd have the comfort of living around other black and brown people. Any advice y'all have would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, Brandon. If you have...
0: A good like income, and you got this huge amount. He's of rich, money, rich, right? You need to be looking for property to purchase. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I don't. It
1: sort of sounded like that's not what you're doing. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. He's in his late 30s, but he didn't say anything about buying anything up here. You know. That, never mind. Shut up, Greg. Um, <laughs> so I, mean, I don't think it's anything wrong with renting an apartment in the city if you want the city experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: Man, look, I'm going to tell you something. There are... <sighs> I live in uh, Midtown now. Yeah. And a there building the that sounds <laughs> similar. Yeah. Um, I miss Harlem a lot. And I didn't move there because I wanted to. I think I've said this a million times on the show before, but... Harlem is so fucking gentrified that when I was looking for a place to move that I felt like was in my budget, was the amount of space that I needed, Mm -hmm. and was what I felt like I deserved for how hard I've been fucking working as long as I've been here. Every single time, there was... Some white single mama that had just seen it or some <laughs> fucking family from, yeah. you know, some part of Italy that yeah. just came and saw it or whatever will let you know and da 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 fill out da-da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing, nothing until finally it became like, are you going to find somewhere to live or are you going to like right. have to go get a storage place and keep searching after, you know, they tell yeah. you to, to vacate this place? so I punched it over to the girls that had a place for me and now I fucking uh, like hate like every waking moment of my life is now anxiety because it's blocks away from that fat bitches prop a couple of them fat bitches properties it's a couple um 45 (laughs) it's not too far from Times Square you know what I'm saying so I'm just here waiting for my building to go up a blaze I'm oh jeez, like I'm past the
1: security 40 floors
0: up as well. So, I've already envisioned me with Link in my backpack <laughs> trying to make it down 40-some-odd fiery stuff. Anyways.
1: Um, you just made my anxiety go up. <laughs> Jesus. It's all I've thought about. It's all I've thought about. Ah, yeah. The high-rise thing. The ultra high-rise thing. It's that all i I did not about. even
0: consider that. It took getting used to even being that high up. In the sky mm-hmm. on a regular basis, right. I'm fine with it now. Um, but now it's like, okay, well, yeah. great. Let me just go ahead and start creating, you know, survival kits mm-hmm. and putting them all over the house yeah. because at any point at this moment. Um, but back to you, uh, fella. <laughs> Honestly, I think it depends. I really love the the blacky black ass blackness of places like um, Harlem, Brooklyn is great. Um, I even, I was actually at a house party in Brooklyn the other day, and I was like, "Why don't I just live here?"
1: Oh my god, <laughs> like, I'm thinking about moving to Brooklyn too. It's just like, why not? I don't know why not. It's always been Brooklyn is too far, but right, if you live in Brooklyn, then, then it's, it's not, not far. <laughs> <laughs> um, you like
0: you're likely to find far more space, regardless of what you're paying for in Brooklyn. Um, and I'm just like someone who likes to feel. The culture and mm-hmm. feel like my people even though all of my people ain't the greatest right? and you know every experience you gonna have around anybody ain't always the greatest but it just feels good to be walking down the street and just see a bunch of black and brown bodies it also does. walking around the street raising their kids going to work doing whatever the fuck it does um,
1: my block is still mostly black which I'm glad for even though it seemed like it's a new white woman every day count
0: the date that's what I'm telling you huh. starting goat yogas and <laughs> frozen yoga fro-yo fro- <laughs> hot spots and <laughs> internet cafes so and shit get out <laughs> get out get out
1: yeah i um, also wouldn't want to live near columbia just because i don't want to be around that many college students oof, not at all something. i wouldn't want to go over there for that exact and maybe even sole reason you can find luxury in harlem if you want to and you'll still be in a majority white building but at least you can go outside and see niggas. Yes. It, <laughs> I'm just saying, you at least have that.
0: Yes. There are niggas in my building, thank God. Actually, more than um, I had seen when I first moved in. Now, oh, I've okay. been there, it's almost a year, like next month. Um, and so every time I see black people in there, I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> a couple of times I had seen like a black woman in there pushing a stroller. And I'm like, oh yes, black mom. And then I realized that she's somebody nanny. And I'm like right yeah that makes sense. i
1: mean and yeah but like of course
0: yeah but like i think there's even a a black family on my floor so i just like that feeling of being around us if that matters Mm -hmm. to you then that's something to keep in uh consideration the sense of of community like real community um but also like it's up to you man like what you are going to have to spend all your time there <laughs> you know so yeah. you have to live in that place so you're right. going to want to go for something that you're the most comfortable with overall and there's lots of little things moving into a new place that you don't even really consider until you move in
1: Yeah um so. I mean and, and amenities are nice and most people would pick a nice ass apartment if they could afford it you see it was $6500 a fucking month That's insane That is an absurd amount of that money. Insane. And I know so many people in the city who would be like, Well let me go see it. Like yeah. <laughs> like it might be worth the look. So but yeah, like I said, you can find luxury in Harlem if you want kind of like the best of both worlds. But I, I would wouldn't worry about or, or you or Brooklyn. You could but be if careful you where you go set in on Brooklyn. Manhattan. Make sure you go like not Dumbo. Like make sure you go to like Flatbush.
0: <laughs> I don't Dumbo <laughs> flew right over my head. No pun intended. I don't know what that is. Um uh, okay. Yeah, like if you're dead set on being in the city, then yeah. sure Harlem, the heights are still loads of really nice places that you can find up there. But um
1: yeah, maybe it's, it's... for work purposes, because when I worked in Times Square, you could not pay me to move to Brooklyn. Mm. Absolutely the fuck not. Now when I can get there from Harlem in 17 minutes, you can't. No, right. girl.
0: Exactly. But
1: <laughs> yes, but best of luck to you. I wouldn't worry about people like thinking that you flexing because everybody knows rent in New York City is astronomical. Yeah, and like... so even your apartment in... But Harlem is probably still gonna be nice. Yeah, it's so. still
0: somebody gonna come in.
1: Oh, he got some money! Oh my god, <laughs> I'm swimming. <sure>, <laughs>
0: right you got your own doorbell <laughs> this is so <laughs> nice
1: yeah I wouldn't stress out about that part just uh pick a place that you are gonna feel comfortable in and uh good luck in the city because even with money it can still beat your ass I mean it <laughs> just so you will. know don't think that that will save you it <laughs> will Whew. okay just saying all right let me pick one more let's see here This one says, "Should I leave this white boy alone?" I ain't even gonna open that. I already know the answer to that. Listen, I'm
0: wrapping up the second season of you, so the answer is yes.
1: (laughs) Oh my God! Everybody keeps telling me to watch that that
0: show. Oh God! Is is it crazy? (laughs) Sensing. Oh Lord! Like it is just so fucking ridiculous that show, and it's fantastic at the same time. Really? It really is. And I didn't want to watch it at first because I was like, I don't understand. It seems like they're sensationalizing like stalker, creep, man behavior um which they don't but they also kind of do it's really weird but okay i didn't watch it at first because the narration thing got on my nerves and i just recently jumped back in and it's actually a good show and the women of color are like the only ones to root for well
1: there's
0: like a black girl in season one that was like the (laughs) only person with sense and now there's like a Latina. well i'm not finished with season two so maybe she is gonna do something stupid but so far
1: Makes sense. She's that tracks.
0: Being, yeah, it's the white people. <laughs> ain't got no damn sense.
1: Woo. Okay. Um. This one comes from Dana Scully. She said, because why not? <laughs> she writes, I'm a 24-year-old woman living in the Midwest. I was the only one of my friends to move after high school and to stay out of my small conservative hometown. Mm-hmm. My hometown is the type of place where if you don't leave as soon as you can, then you won't. <laughs> this <laughs> So is Tulsa. (laughs) That sounds
0: like extra, but it's so real.
1: Yeah. This didn't deter me from staying in touch with my two best friends from high school. I always made the effort to see them during breaks at school and drive the 90 minutes it takes to get home. One of them had a baby and neither of them had cars. So I was willing to do that for four years and keep in touch with them. We'd been friends for over a decade and I considered them family. We've been through coming out, teenage pregnancy and even a brain tumor to get brain tumor together surely we could make it through another decade of friendship by each other's sides wow
0: sounds like a movie
1: here's the problem both of my dogs died this past spring
0: oh god this is not for me <laughs>
1: a 16 year old lab and a 12 year old golden retriever while my family and i made the decision to put bud down bud is the older one as his health was failing it was still very difficult for obvious reasons However, neither of these friends reached out to me after he died, not a phone call, a text or even a comment on the post that I put on Facebook. My friend with the kids was celebrating her daughter's first birthday, so I thought, you know, understandably it would take a few days, but she said nothing and I eventually let it go. Then our otherwise perfectly healthy golden retriever died of kidney failure a month later. And to say I was devastated is an understatement. Gracie had been chasing me in the front yard of my parents' house a week before she died and she was fine. Again, my two supposed best friends did not reach out and I got angry. All of my friends in my current city were there for me and I've known them for less time and they never even met my fur babies. Other peers and teachers from my hometown were also really sympathetic and sent kind words, but the two people who I've known since middle school and still claim to be my best friends didn't even attempt to make contact. It's been months later and I haven't spoken to them except to wish my friend's little girl a happy birthday. My question is, am I overreacting? Should I be more understanding of them in their own lives or am I validated and being pissed off? I want to move past this, but it's one of those things that's keeping me from reaching out to them i'm starting to realize that i was always the one who made the plans the transportation and even the bill when we would go out go off i don't think anyone owes you friendship for what you've done for them but one person shouldn't have to bear the weight of all the emotional labor and a friendship in order to keep it going thanks dana
0: okay so so that last bit Mm -hmm. was super separate
1: like right. the, the
0: you know i was bearing the the weight of the friendship and all of that other stuff sounds like separate stuff right. that was you know <laughs> stewing in the back of your subconscious and the the actions that they did not display mm-hmm. after the passing of your dogs just sort of Brought you that. Know, up. Served it up yep. and just put it right in the in the forefront yeah. of your mind. That's
1: what I thought too the first time I read that. Like, wait a minute. How yeah. we get here? <laughs>
0: this was a yeah. sharp turn. Um I don't think that you're overreacting um and being upset that your friends didn't acknowledge your grieving your dogs. I think about this shit constantly. Like constantly. Link is four. A baby. So she's a baby, but all of the time I'm thinking to myself, I don't know what I'm going to do when you're not
1: here more. Oh, Cause it's
0: like, they're your family.
1: Right. So I totally get that. I've had dogs. Yeah. And it is rough when they die. It yes. Is. It's and I've had hard. dogs
0: die before, obviously, but the last dog that I had, I was, I think I was a freshman in high school.
1: Yeah. I was a freshman in college when my last dog died.
0: So it's been a minute since I, yeah. and I, and I just feel like now as an adult, I will actually feel like the, Act like the real mm-hmm. magnitude of that kind of pain, yeah. Um, especially because <laughs> I literally have taken care of this dog every step of the way. My right. mama wasn't there to make sure that the dog had food if I forgot, right? That's your dog, or, like literally, <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I totally um, think that you are valid in in feeling away. I do think though that if you haven't said that you feel away about it to them, you probably should. If you at least give a fuck to have some sort of a relationship with them mm-hmm. in the future, right? Um, some people grow apart. Um, things change. Also, some people just don't even really consider how um, fucked up you can be after a pet. Dies, right. you know what I'm saying? Not just dog, cat, your iguana, your spider, your whatever. Like we care about our pets, so I think um you should probably have a conversation with them about that and let them know how you feel and just sort of try to level yeah. with them. I doubt that they're going to be like, "What do fuck about your dog?" You know what I mean? <laughs> right. They probably just weren't thinking about it, or maybe some people also don't know how to uh comfort grieving people. Yeah, Um that's true too. But um, they feel
1: uncomfortable in it.
0: Yeah, and. I think, though, aside from the situation with your dogs and how you feel about that, it sounds like you have other discussions. Yeah. Sounds
1: like you've got some resentment that's uh, lingering there that this whole situation has brought up. I, um, I think it's interesting that you didn't. You expected them to like learn of this on social media, especially on something like Facebook where it's an algorithm and they mix stuff up and they may or may not have seen it. And I don't know if they interacted with it anyway. Like, I don't know if they liked it or did that sad face or whatever you can do on Facebook now. Yeah. But if if these are my two best friends, they're not going to learn about my dog dying because of Instagram. It's going to be because Mm. I texted or called them. That's fair. And so the fact that you, like, didn't is kind of strange to me. Like, it's kind of weird to me. And maybe just because I'm old. You're 24. I'm 37. But it's weird to me to expect people to learn about stuff like that online. Like, people just might not be online that day. (laughs) It just... And maybe young people are like, no, we're online all the time, bitch. Like, we literally live on it. So mm, I don't know. True. I'm I'm just looking at it from, like, that perspective. I would not have expected my closest friends to find out something like that through the Internet. Yeah. I would have expected them to learn that from me, like, probably as soon as it happened. So yeah. maybe y'all aren't as close as you kind of think you are. And it's okay to say, you know, these were my best friends in high school. Yeah. And then I moved and we naturally drifted apart. People, and yeah. even though I still love y'all, y'all are not my best friends. You know, <laughs> the people who live in my city and have consoled me like these are my best friends or whatever. Like, it's OK to to cut off the best friend label and be like, you know what? I'll see y'all when I come home and I'll FaceTime you on the baby's birthday. And that can be that there's yeah. nothing wrong with that kind of relationship either. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that either.
0: I mean, people literally grow apart things change um any old random thing could be going on in their life that you ain't seen on Facebook you know what I mean like, yeah. it's just
1: anything anything I think about like Instagram I've been using my phone way less I took all the apps off
0: bitch me too and
1: so yes I've been reading this book it's called how to break up with your phone and it's one of the steps they have you do and it has me looking at my phone like already 15% less but mm-hmm. so I go on Instagram like every other day now and it's just astounding how much shit you miss if you are not on Instagram all fucking day, every day. Yeah. It's just astounding. Like, at a certain point, I was actually tired of scrolling. I was like, how much more new fucking content? Like, I I cannot even scroll through all this. So I've been
0: on Instagram for probably, like, a solid week. And I'm sure that I've missed, like, births. All kind of um, shit. Like, all, all kinds kind of, of shit. good and bad. <laughs> and I'm fine with that, to be honest.
1: Right. I mean, and if it's important... I assume I'll hear about it outside of that.
0: Especially if it is someone that I know who has my personal contact information. Exactly. I'm
1: not like blaming you or nothing. I'm just offering you another perspective because they may have, they may not be thinking of y'all as being all that close. So, but I don't know either way. I think you should say something, let them know how you feel, give them the opportunity to apologize and, and see if y'all can figure out what your friendship looks like now. Yeah. Yeah, in a way that works for everybody. Yep. Best of luck to you, sis. If you have a question for The Read, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We'll be right back. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. They're made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness. So embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture at your nearest Walmart and Walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered.
0: Okay, time now for the read.
1: That's right.
0: Um, so I guess I can go because I'm going to pass my read.
1: Pass the read like we used to. So
0: I'm passing this read to Myra and I appreciate you, Myra, because you did what I love. I love when you guys do this and you take something that I want to read and you do it in a way I feel like would be way better than I
1: could. (laughs) Amen.
0: So Myra says the following. So as y'all know, the fucking fascists and started up a legit war. Now, (gasps) let me say this before I continue. There are some things in here that uh, whatever. I'll just keep going. Uh, Conveniently, right before the election, almost as soon as the news confirmed the U.S. ordered airstrike killed Iran's second in command, Twitter did what Twitter does and got to joking. I understand us Black folks especially use humor as a coping mechanism, but a line needs to be drawn. Now I know full well it's not only Black folks cracking these jokes. I, as a Black woman, am using this more so as a call-in moment because what I saw from my community was really disgusting. Y'all are joking about trauma that isn't yours. We don't have any reason to cope with anything because this war will not be fought on american soil the draft is currently the form of recruiters all over in high schools and colleges like the roaches that they are if they get you if they ain't get you then they ain't gonna get you now we've never had to endure living in a place that can be drone strike to high hell at literally any second our very real suffering as black people is no excuse for callousness what i was going to say before is that like some of the things in this letter that she's going to go into are things i did not knew I did not know a mm-hmm. couple of them so fact check to your own discretion. Right. Um further reason this whole coping thing is bullshit is it's clear as day y'all posting them for clout. Y'all don't got journals, note apps does it have to be published, beloved? Social media has truly poisoned y'all's hearts and spirits, and it is stomach-churning sight to see. It's not about having some sort of moral high ground. It's reading the goddamn room. Some of y'all stay carrying on about not being your ancestors and whatnot. You know what? You're absolutely right. Because the Black Panthers, y'all love fetishized, fetishizing, prioritized solidarity, solidarity with oppressed peoples worldwide because our struggle is often inter- interconnected. James Baldwin and Muhammad Ali stated this also as the driving force behind their anti-Vietnam War stance. Meanwhile, y'all are kikiing with the same recycled jokes about drafts and bombs. It's also worth noting, during the Iranian uh, hostage situation in the 70s, black people were let go because they knew our struggle is interconnected. Palestinians reached out to the folks in Ferguson on how to deal with tear gas. Yes, anti-blackness is worldwide, but one, activism of any kind shouldn't be transactional. And two, I beg y'all, I beg y'all to start reading and learning history. Mm. You know what we can do instead of crack jokes? Organize. Read. Works from Edward Said. Pedagogy?
1: Of Mm, the oppressed people? Mm -hmm.
0: Never read that. She
1: is a scholar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Freedom is a Constant Struggle by Dr. Angela Davis. Just to name a few that are timely. Amplify the voices of Iraqis and Iranians. Um... Protect our neighbors, educate our community on why you seriously should not join the fucking imperialist army. Spoiler alert, you'll never see that damn money, and the only benefit you'll have is free food at Applebee's on Veterans Day, speaking from family experience. The absurdity of this situation may seem like a laughing matter, but at this stage in the game, we cannot contribute to the clear crisis of empathy. I love my black community, and to put in parentheses, non-bigoted, homophobes and the like, y'all can choke. Um, The house down, but let's do better. Hashtag no war in Iran, Myra. So I wasn't going to say anything about this just because I felt like, you know, some of it probably is a coping mechanism for us. Um, And I know that another portion of it is just, you know niggas want to see their tweet go viral or whatever but i do Mm. think that in in times of crisis and fear the the internet likes to make jokes about it but i was really uncomfortable with all the amount of jokes that i saw about this um i've never served in the military obviously i don't even know any family members i can think of right now that have but i do think that i can simply sympathize with um the thousands of troops that now have to go and deal with Mm. this bullshit not to mention. Folks that have lost their lives, people who've lost their families, people who have come back and had their homes be something completely different, sometimes broken because they can't readjust or don't know how to readjust. Not to mention the way that you're essentially thrown away. You know yeah. what I mean? So I just, not that mixed with like the, the, the weight of it, the seriousness of it, how unnecessary this all right. fucking is or feels to me anyway. Um, I just, I wasn't a fan of, of the latest drafting memes and things like that. I'm not gonna cruise fighting any of y'all for doing whatever the fuck it is that you want on Twitter. But that was a big part of the reason why I had to delete pretty much all of the social media off of my phone and Damn. haven't gone back since the holiday. Oh, well, was it that bad? Like, <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, nigga, like I was already like when I went home for the holiday, um, that kind of put a lot of shit for me in perspective, most notably how fucked up I am emotionally. And when I came back, I was like still in a very ugly place that I'm still trying to climb out of. So I was already in a place where like, I'm thinking anything that is not, you know, like putting your mind at ease, mm-hmm. giving you peace. If you can just get that shit out of your face right now, nigga, that's what the fuck you yeah, need oh, do, that's real. Period. And every time I would get on Twitter after this, um, this Iran shit happened. Mm-hmm. All of it was either jokes or real serious shit about it that would just further fuel my anxiety. Right. And so I was like, you know what? I'm there's nothing on Twitter for me right now, so I deleted that. Nothing on yeah. Instagram for me, on so I deleted that, and I'm good. I'm you know every time I feel that um impulsive reach for my phone, I either <laughs> might jump on Wordscapes to blow some time or Recolor. I really mm-hmm. love Recolor. Yep. Um, and that's it. And maybe at some point soon, I'll get back on there. I'm sure Alice is going to be like, here's
1: a flyer. We need to post it. <laughs> right. Um, I'm not swearing off social media, but I'm reading books and coloring and, and picking up hobbies. <laughs> yeah. Like, I
0: just needed like a yeah. little break. Even like a lot of the the stuff that I watch. Like, I found myself watching. Um, was I watching? It wasn't Married to Medicine. It was love and hip hop that I was watching. Oh lord! One of the reunions. <laughs> oh or god! Something they had me like watching that.
1: Married to Medicine yesterday, and uh, a
0: fantastic program. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I was sitting up there
0: watching no I was watching Married to Medicine and I was really getting hot like I was getting upset Mm. with the way that the reunion was going and I've always gotten like invested in those shows to be like how Nene go say such and such and such but I was watching it and like severely annoyed like Simone now come on now Simone and Heavenly now you know you don't ever and when it was all done I was still sitting up there like feeling away like I know these people I don't know these women it's just TV you (laughs) know what I mean (laughs) And and I don't think that that's like, I don't think that's necessarily a terrible or poisonous thing, but it's also wildly unnecessary. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, so let's have a reality TV break. Like anything, anything that I don't feel is benefiting my mental and emotional state. I'm just not for it. And unfortunately, a lot of these draft jokes and things, I just, this this reels people, this is real people's lives.
1: Right. Like, and the danger is probably not going to be mostly on us here on American soil. It's probably not. Like, I'm a lot more scared for the Iranians who are about to suffer through the type of shit most of us will never even just, begin to experience. I hate
0: this man, bro. Me too.
1: Like, I hate him. Me too. I hate him. I hate him. I hate his supporters
0: even more, honestly, because the the excuses and the bullshit for like this man told us who he was before he was elected Mm -hmm. he keep like it's not like many other shit politicians that know how to sort of play the game and goop you or whatever the fuck even if you can kind of see through the cracks this man came through like like he was on a chariot of flames and said bitch i ain't ain't shit Mm -hmm. i was actually joking but since you love hatred so much let's do this So, like, none of this shit blows my mind. And, of course, now we're in this whole, you know, let's once again, you know, make the the brown people over there, the villains and stuff like that. Because I don't know. I don't even remember how to say his fucking name. I don't know the, all of the—not Trump. The man they killed. <laughs> oh, I have never known how to pronounce his name. I've heard it a million times, but I can't even think of how to say it again. But the Iranian military leader yeah. or whatever that they killed— um I can't, you know, say that he wasn't a horrible person and didn't cost Americans their lives or whatever it is that they're saying about it. But I also can read between lines and I'm not wearing rose-colored glasses. Right. And I understand... This was an act of aggression. Right. (laughs) You dealing with your own, you know, bullshit. Yeah. And so... Let's villainize the Middle Eastern folks and blow up some bitches again and, you know, mm-hmm. come together in solidarity and, yep. and understanding that them brown bitches are the real problem, not yep. me, you know, trying to get reelected. and
1: Right. Trying to distract us from the fact that he was impeached and the whole Senate trial has still not even happened. It's like, so here we have more blood that will be shed. Mm hmm. And oil, of course, I'm sure oil has a whole lot to do with this. And,
0: and it's not to say that that wasn't happening already. I don't know every corner of everything that'd be happening in Iran and Iraq and all of the rest of the stuff that's going on. But like, sis, this, this I'm trying to figure out what. like what's, 19
1: years. <laughs> it has been a long time since we
0: have been right, at war. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, we're starting another war. But I'm, And I thought, my, when did when, we stop? When did I didn't, we
1: stop? Since 9-11? I don't think we've stopped. I don't... I've never heard of... Complete U.S. troops withdrawing from ever. I've never. I have not heard that since. It's been almost twenty. It years.
0: just sounds like we're just dousing some gasoline. on Yeah, fire that making lives.
1: something bad. I mean, and killing so many, countless innocent people, just like us over there, just trying to live their fucking lives.
0: Well, anyway, um, Myra, thanks for your your past read and. Um, your emotions, like I said, I, I felt like you worded that better than I would because I wasn't just going to say shit. I was going to let y'all have it. But, yeah.
1: Um, well, I'm glad you brought it up because I was definitely going to um, one way or another. Not even really the Internet reaction to it, but more Trump's doing it in the first fucking place.
0: And to the Iranian president talking about America made a huge mistake. Sir, America didn't do anything. OK, I don't. We Please. hate him, Please. too. OK, <laughs> Please. Donald J. Trump. That's his name. He's a big white man in a big white house on Pennsylvania avenue you can't fucking miss it None of, i don't have <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't have nothing for you
1: and i feel that same way and then i'm like why would they listen to us when our leaders don't listen to them? exactly they don't give a fuck about their innocence so why would they give a fuck about us and then it's like wow this man is literally getting us into some shit like we are the, everybody's not stressed but i for damn sure have been mm-hmm. i for damn sure have. i would been.
0: love to not be
1: I would love, yes, I would love to not be, but I don't see that happening for a long time. Like what? What? I Yeah, America is a disease. Pass it on. Okay, well, to wrap this up, I'm going to make this super quick. A black man and a white woman came together in their joint fucked upness this weird power ranger fusion of black girl hatred to shit on blue ivy carter what blue ivy um was at a new year's party with a fresh blowout looking very cute Oh, the, the, yeah. with her mom yeah and I the um, megan Stallion picture. yeah her mom invited meg megan got a picture with you know the queens yeah, that touch my heart. it was i was Quite touched by that because yeah. Beyonce first of all don't let people that close to her mm-hmm. she don't be letting people at her parties like that and then for you to take a selfie with her and blue and get permission to post it Megan is special write that down H love so of course she posted it on Instagram and Twitter and probably Snapchat and Facebook, Facebook and Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> she texted it to everybody <laughs> who wouldn't exactly And um, on Twitter, a writer by the name of K. Austin Collins, a black man who lives in Brooklyn, wrote in response to this tweet. Come on, my nigga. I have a feeling the Jay-Z face jeans are about to really hit Blue Ivy and I feel so sorry for her. Like that wasn't bad enough, a white woman named Violet Luca chimed in and said they haven't already. To which Mr. Collins said, you're right, but she's lucky. If it happens now, she'll definitely grow out of it. Get the ugly duckling phase done early. And what then, is this person's name? K. Austin K. Collins? K. Austin Collins. His Twitter is Melville Matic. Violet Luca, whose Twitter is...
0: His shit uh, says, I am sorry for the bad
1: nigga. I'm sure that's his, like his pen tweet now. Because, oh, he follows me. Let me block him. Oh, oh, oh well... so uh miss at unbutton my eyes said or she'll just get plastic surgery at 16 a la kylie jenner and we'll all have to pretend that she always looked that way i can't allow myself to feel too sorry for the incredibly rich she then doubled down on this for a while whereas the black man at least had a drop of sense and started apologizing immediately she started doubling down on how she doesn't have to care about rich people's problems and all this that and the other Completely ignoring fuck, that Blue Ivy Carter is not a public figure because of anything she did professionally. She's she not simply born. a millionaire because <laughs> she worked so hard for it. This is the position I mean, she works, was. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Right, I'm kidding, but, you know. like, Blue Ivy as a public figure, she didn't choose that. That is just her life. She was just born into that. You being an ugly, hateful, terrible bitch to a little girl. That could never.
0: That that could never in any of your days. You
1: chose that. In
0: any of your days.
1: I. This is why when people say stuff like black men and white women are the exact same because they both, you know, are impressed in one way and they love being both the abuser and the abused, the oppressor and the oppressed. This was just like the most perfect example of that, because I really don't know how a grown ass black man replied to somebody else's tweet where they are showing that they were in a photo with this little girl and decided to shit on that little girl. I don't know how you did that to a black child as a black man. And then for this white woman to come and chime in, I'm like. Do you not? Is this does this not register as a little girl to you?
0: You didn't even have the sense to be like, "Uh, white woman, this isn't about you." Is she not? Is she like
1: who? (laughs) Is she just some monkey doll to you? And then this white woman chimes in, and you're just like, "Well, maybe she'll get the ugly part over with. Ugly where, bitch? Maybe she'll do what?
0: She's a kid. I don't. The fact that (laughs) y'all,
1: whoo, the fact that y'all feel like it is okay to talk about little black girls like this, little black girls like this, not little famous girls, not even really little girls. It is black girls that y'all feel it is perfectly fine to just disrespect and dehumanize and, and treat as if they are nothing.
0: And I mean, if there, if, if there are so many black people that shit on (sighs) black men that shit on black women of course, other races are gonna be like it's fair game. They already don't fucking like us. Well, I mean, don't...
1: yeah, they were going I'm sure she was gonna do that anyway, because that's just who she is. But like, I
0: right, but there has to be like at some point where there is like a respect and protection at least within,
1: and there is not ourselves. You no, know what I mean, there like, is not.
0: I I just saw Ari Lennox going off on niggas yes. f- for, like, somebody said something about her and, and Tiana, Tiana Taylor, Taylor looking like Rottweilers and still managing to be sexy or something like that. Like wh- what?
1: What is what? wrong with niggas? I'll never know. Like, what makes y'all feel like it's okay to do that? To, like, I mean, Ari and Tiana literally did nothing to you. Just minding business. I mean, and, and still women that you could literally never even hope to sniff the lining of their panties. But... <laughs> Y'all do that to dark skinned girls, women all the time. You make them out to be like they are just so hideous or whatever. When if you had the exact mm-hmm. same face on somebody Doja Cat colored, y'all would be falling <laughs> all over her. Those facts are just facts. So I'm just saying y'all do that. And, and then like. <sighs> To be like, oh, I just I'm so scared for this little girl because her dad's jeans are going to hit soon. They already hit. He's her fucking father. (laughs) You stupid bitch. You goddamn moron. You think that this motherfucker (laughs) is like, are you fucking stupid? But the idea that Blue Ivy Carter wouldn't be beautiful if she had her daddy's features them black ass features you mean that wide ass nose and them thick ass lips is that would make her ugly the anti-blackness truly jumped out of you bitches both of y'all
0: i don't i mean whatever
1: both of y'all i'm I'm just just... i'm disgusted and i hope (laughs) oh i don't even know like these one of them i think the woman is a web web editor at harper and then the man has written for lots of different Uh, mostly white it's worth noting publications so yeah i just fuck fuck both of y'all man to come after a little black girl like that for no fucking reason to just it's just like why what's wrong with you what happened on the inside
0: adults to make fun of
1: (laughs) and like you could do that all day every day (laughs) without making it like you're ugly because of your black features You are this. I'm worried for you. I'm concerned that one day you'll look like somebody ultra black. Is that supposed to be a bad thing? Is my blackness ugly to you?
0: You mean her fucking ugly, ultra black billionaire dad?
1: Meanwhile, Blue Ivy Carter could That's buy and sell you still one trillion times over
0: and married by an, with the
1: wealth in her fingernail clippings. You literally could never like, be worthy of that little girl's presence. That Little
0: girl. It don't matter who she looked more or less like. She's good. You saw the hair. I saw the hair.
1: She's seven, eight years old.
0: You saw the skin. I saw the skin. Like. You saw The Grin. I saw The Grin. You're
1: a grown man. You're a grown woman. Y'all are adults talking about a little girl like this and hiding behind the fact that she's famous and rich.
0: As well as a performer. Like she did that to you. (laughs) um, Artist, producer.
1: I hope Blue Ivy Carter continues to shine, continues to shit on the rest of you, man. Nations. Like I know she will. When she's
0: like deep in her teens and is like really <laughs> giving the go it. button, right. To like fuck y'all up. I can't Woo. wait. Me either. I can't wait. Me either. I don't care if that girl decides she want to be a doctor or an architect or sing or do whatever the hell it is that she. I just can't wait for because she yeah. already knows that she does. She may not have like all of you know the verbiage together. At, how old is she? Nine, eight? No, seven?
1: literally seven. I think she's about to turn eight.
0: Okay, so I can't wait in another like ten years for <laughs> yes. her to be like, "All right, girls, it's oh, go time." Her
1: birthday is the day this comes out. She is eight. She'll be nine. What tomorrow?
0: Yes. Oh, you might be on.
1: No, the- this is twenty twenty. She'll be eight tomorrow. Why is? why is wikipedia already saying she's eight she was born january 7 2012
0: nobody knows what
1: okay anyway anyway she will be this is literally her birthday that we're talking about this how appropriate happy birthday blue ivy carter i'm sure that you know this but you have the whole world in the palm of your hand (laughs) and it makes these people sick so, continue to force these bitches to throw up. I just
0: don't even understand why. I mean, it's a child.
1: It's a little girl. I just don't even know what you get from that, but all right, bitch. I mean, they ain't never gonna stop dragging y'all. Y'all are never going to get past that. I just want you to know the hive does not forget. So. Best of luck to Blue Ivy Carter and Blue Ivy Carter only. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out at thisistheread.com and on social media at This Is The Read. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, ThreadUp. ThreadUp makes it so easy to get thrift store pricing with the convenience of online shopping. You can discover millions of secondhand finds from brands like Everlane and Vince, all up to 90% off estimated retails and shop deals on your phone instead of the racks. It's a sustainable and more affordable way to get through the seasons, and you can get 30% off your first order at ThreadUp.com com slash read again thirty percent off your first order at t h r e d u p dot com slash r e a d let them know we sent you all right any news Kit Fury um oh no live news show. we have as,
0: a live show oh yeah I mean, <laughs> we've discussed that but yes we do have a live February
1: show February fifteenth uh the read live dot com for tickets
0: um yeah. oh I didn't read J K Rowling because I don't know that whole story yet. Um, But I am gutted and disappointed.
1: Yeah. Something about being transphobic. Some woman
0: lost her job for some transphobic shit that she said. And I believe JK Rowling uh, like jumped on Twitter to show support for her and said something really stupid and callous. We actually got an email from someone that I'll just read it really quickly. I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing, Okay, but she put a. This comes from, okay, Tristan. I've been a Harry Potter fan since childhood. I literally grew up alongside the characters. Unfortunately, trans people have been keeping an eye on rolling for a while because she has a track record of falling open trans trans exclusionary feminists on twitter i didn't even know about this god this mm, blows god, i did not know blows. that either god this blows but this explicit confirmation of our suspicions was a gut punch one being trans isn't just about dressing a certain way or calling yourself whatever the fuck it's not pretend or performance we are the gender we identify as it's our lived experience Two being trans is completely unrelated to who you sleep with fifth graders understand this by now three biological sex isn't nearly as binary as y'all act like it is three you put three twice sweetie sorry for trans people especially trans women cannot live in peace and security when people like you are contributing to the rhetoric that gets them harassed and killed five your books are literally about a child coming out the closet and being able to live as his real self the harry potter books have been a refuge and comfort for those of us who felt like they didn't belong or that something was different about them before they had the language to understand it so many queer and trans people have seen themselves between the lines of the books these books are about characters who get to find freedom from a normative limited society and those who try to suppress their magic wow 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 you've just shit all over that and spat in our faces so fuck you and your performative allyship when you pat yourself on the back for telling us, Dumbledore is gay, which we already fucking knew from page one. You've lost any credibility you had. I'm not going to stop loving these characters in this world because they belong to us now. That's a beautiful way to think of it, too. These stories are ours now. You can't have them back. You're irrelevant. A last hearty fuck you from a trans queerdo, Tristan. Thank you for that, Amen, Tristan.
1: I mean, that's true. Once you release your art into the that's world, true. it don't belong to you no more, and you can take your Harry Potter memories and keep them.
0: And I mean, it literally. She literally and make them. <laughs> Don't own them. Yeah, you no, she'll me. be like, all right.
1: She'll be all right.
0: I think it's like Warner Brothers probably owns a good portion of the Harry Potter shit that you see now. Anyway, I think sometimes she's oh, called on yeah. to like uh, consult and Things like yeah. that, but mama's not the one who is, you know, making the recipe for that butterbeer you have <laughs> at Universal Studios, right? And, like, so yeah. have your fun and enjoy those characters if they still mean something to you. But then, yes, at the same time, fuck you, JK. Are you fucking serious? Are you like, sweet girl, you were one that, of the few white women on the goddamn right. internet that I felt like we could look to for having some fucking nope, sense? No, nope, damn it, thought, damn you it, was fucking wrong. shit.
1: The fact that they were like, yeah, we've been keeping an eye on her, on her ass for a while, like, she's been doing this, like, <laughs> god damn, what? I had no idea me either but i also don't follow her Woo, see i knew i, I was right so. the movies are terrible
0: it's bitch in no, summation that's the movies are so bad all right the movies
1: means. reflect her transphobia. absolutely soul. not <laughs> once yes, again they do she directed none they of are so <laughs> bad she didn't write the screen it was her fault they have nothing and that's why they're to bad to do with her it's her essence they are not all bad <laughs> the transphobia jumped out girl whatever on set and that's why those movies are wretched.
0: So disappointing. Thank girl. you for coming to my test. So disappointing.
1: Yeah, that's do better, JK.
0: Yeah, but other than that, show February fifteenth 15th. 15th at the Apollo Theater. You can go to the Read Live for tickets. I think they're also on Ticketmaster, but don't quote me.
1: Yeah, actually, I actually actually just texted Alex because the link is not working from the website, oh, so oh, I don't lovely. know how you get them. I don't know. Yay! Hey, cool. <laughs> So we'll see you there. Thanks so much for listening (laughs) to the show, guys. Um, Yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Yep.